Welcome to New Jump City, everybody, where we recap the week in American and <laughs> Japanese sequential art. I am your host, Christian, the unbiased king. Espinal, also known as I Tried. Uh, also joining me is uh, my partner in crime, uh, the man, the myth, the legend, my partner, the tank top sage. It's Joshua Gangsta Time Cole. It's called partner, but it should be called Gangsta Time. My mic is off. I mean, hey, my mic mute is off. What up, everybody? Is your boy? What's good, Chris? Hey, hey. Brian's back. He is back. This is true. Brian is back on screen, and he's stronger than ever because he's standing. So let's give it uh, to uh, Edge Lord Big News, Brian. What about this Got a wide range of motion now, bitch. <laughs> you could do jumping jacks while he does the. Podcast. You could. No, I, I can't. I shouldn't because you could in theory though. I got neighbors downstairs. And I'm, yeah, I don't think that would logistic, like... Is it because you're as tall as a Yeti? Yeah, that's um, probably it. He'd probably break straight through the floor. <laughs> I want to know, actually, let's find out how much, how tall Yetis are. Yeti height. Yeti, Yeti's not real, right? Those aren't uh, thing. Six feet ten. So, no. Yeah, that's so, about... So, yeah, that's pretty much no, where you are. You're six no, eleven, right? Yeah. No, I'm about like seven feet. Uh, so you're seven taller than, shorter them. than that. Okay. No, seven inches shorter for sure. No, you are 6'11. I'm your brother. I know this. <laughs> uh, Brian, Josh. Oh, Josh is doing the cap sign. That's his international cap sign. For those of you who are not watching on YouTube, which you should. Speaking of which, uh, we got a lot to get through today. So uh, let's get through some plugs. Uh, you can find me at the Chris Espinel on Twitter and Instagram. Joshua Cole, where can they find you? They can find me at JD Cole underscore 37. That's on Instagram. And your boy is private. So you know, send a request. Yeah. Send a message too. But like, I'm a fan of the show because I'm. I don't like accepting anybody. Yeah. A lot of weirdos out there. Anyway, and then uh, on Twitter at New Jump City Josh. Ooh. I'm on there much less. <laughs> but if you shout me out or whatever, I'll, I'll respond. Yeah. Shout us out on Twitter. Because <laughs> we, yeah. I don't think any of us use it. But if we are addressed on Twitter, we'll we'll probably say hi. Uh, uh, Brian, where can they find you? You can find me at B.ESP on both Twitter and Instagram. If you ever want to catch me when I'm streaming, go to my, at, find me at twitch.tv slash it's punchline. Oh, yeah. Uh, you can follow the show itself at New Jump City on Twitter and Instagram and on uh, TikTok, because why not? The uh, same deal with the Twitter thing. If you hit up the show on Twitter, we'll respond and say hi back. Uh, <laughs> check us out on all those, all those things. If you have any questions, suggestions, anything you guys want us to talk about on the show, you can email us at newjumpcitypod at gmail.com with any with any of that or you can comment on the uh, video version of the podcast that's on youtube you can uh let us know what you guys think about the chapters that we talk about or the show in general uh we love feedback on this show uh it helps us uh, uh win the favor of the almighty algorithm so uh hit us up in the comments josh responds uh yes, sir. he's on that uh 
And while you're at it, why don't you subscribe? Subscribe to the podcast while you're at it. Not just for the full version of the podcast. Not just for the uh, highlights of uh, every chapter that we do, uh, that we break out for you guys. But we also do the really good chapter of the week poll on YouTube now. Uh, so if you don't want to miss the poll, uh, you can subscribe to us and uh, it'll show up because uh, I posted onto the community tab pretty much after the official release is out on Viz. Uh, and you guys can vote for your favorite chapter and we'll shout it out on the show. Uh, I already have this week's winner, so uh, we'll find out who that is down the road. Uh, and if you prefer audio podcasts, though, if those are more your jam, if you want to like take it on the go, uh, you can find us wherever you listen to podcasts, Spotify, iTunes, uh, Google Podcasts, Pandora, Amazon Music, wherever you listen to podcasts. Uh, we're pretty much on there. We're on that shit. And I think that's it for now. Uh, I think that's all. Uh, without any further ado, let's get this motherfucking show started. One Piece. Juwan's. Juwan's piece. Uh, this is One Piece chapter 173, Miss Buckingham Stutzy. Uh, last we, well, we had a lot of stuff going on, but we start off with this cover page here. Uh, last we left off on this cover page, we've seen that uh, the various members of Mads are just like doing their evil experiments, basically. Um, you know, Caesar already has like a prototype of the smile fruit, uh, Queen has some uh chemicals uh, uh, judge seemed to have ma made like this his trademark spear thing uh but to contrast it all we now get a cover page where all uh where uh, apparently vegapunk has won a mobel peace prize uh for his tanks that uh the, the, his tanks that shoot gp flowers that bloom out of gunpowder so he basically GP flowers. Yeah. So whereas the people of Mads have made all these like sorts of deadly weapons, uh, the Vegapunk has won a Mobile Peace Prize for turning gunpowder into flowers, which is uh pretty cool. That's pretty nice. Oh, GP gunpowder. Yeah, it's yeah. like Tony Stark, but like the reverse. Um, no, yeah, like no, Better? no killing. Yeah, Uno reverse Tony Stark is <laughs> I yeah, would say. It's like instead of selling the weapons to the terrorists like so that they could kill people he like sent weapons to the terrorists so that they could like yo hugs not the hug grenades <laughs> um but uh last we left off there's been a lot going on in one piece uh the cp0 has been attacking egghead for the longest time and uh it's been basically a tug of war uh, between uh, our heroes on Egghead and uh, the CP0 for control over the Seraphim, which are these uh, androids that are made up of uh, or look like younger versions and have the skill of younger versions of the Seven Warlords of the Sea. Uh, and uh, there's been a stunning turn of events as Kaku was fighting Zoro in his awakened giraffe form. Uh, he was taken by surprise by Stussy, uh, who is revealed to be a clone of uh, Stussy Buckingham, who was an original member of the Rocks Pirates. Uh, and that was a shock to us. Uh, Lucci right now doesn't know what to do as we start off the chapter. He's like, I don't understand. How, what, are you betraying us right now? And um, he immediately goes to do his finger gun thing, but uh, Stussy uh, fakes him out real nice. <laughs> she catches him slipping. And uh, she pulls out her lipstick, which has C Prism Stone in it, presses it on Lucci, and starts, I guess, doing her vampire thing, uh, causing Lucci to pass out. Uh, pretty big deal. Um, she makes it known that she's like, 
I'm not dumb enough to just like fight against you guys fair and square. I'm gonna I'm gonna pull some underhanded methods in order to win this battle. Um, so that's exactly what she did. Um, as this is happening, Zoro and Brooke are watching over, uh, and are just like also confused. Is like, is are you guys fighting right now? Is uh, is something going on here? Uh, and it's at that moment with Luchi and Kaku uh, both squared away that Stussy calls over to the Vegapunks and uh, confirms that the CP0 has been taken down. Um, but, you know, there's uh, the caveat of uh, they still don't have control over the Seraphim because Stussy, Stussy is at the same level uh, as the CP0. So he can't override the uh, orders she, that Luchi gave to them. So... But, you know, the Vegapunks are not super worried about it because they're close enough already. They can just uh, make their way. They're not too far. All they need to do is Please. have... Oh, yeah, sorry. I don't understand how she wouldn't be able to change the command. It's not like she's below them. She's at the same level. So it should be no, at the I... same level or higher. I think even within the CP0, there's probably a hierarchy where Luchi is at the top. Oh. And maybe Kaku, then Stussy. I see. I thought all of the CP0 were just on a yeah. flat. I think that's what's yeah. implied here. I don't know if it's like a weird translation thing, but that's the that's the implication I made is that like Stussy and Luchi um, are on the same level, but even within that level, there's a hierarchy where Luchi still overrides what Stussy says. I think yeah. No, I, I think what it is it. what it is is that um CP0 they're on the same authority level, so they should be on the same page. So that means they can't override each other's orders, essentially. Oh. Yeah, I mean, uh, either way works, I guess. So the order's so like finished? If, so like if Luchi right. were to so if Luchi were to make a order, thus he can't tell him to do that, to do something different. I guess that's weird because I think that's weirder because I mean the CP0 should be able to give various orders at different times that's what, you know what i'm I mean? saying like i mean did it have to wait until that order's finished for for somebody to do it again because then you couldn't even override your own order what is this no, specialized well, luchi, that you'll override it luchi could again? luchi could probably change it because he was the one who gave the initial order because because he's the one i i, I suppose that that's you know that's definitely a possibility possible. i mean it well, makes, both, both are, yeah yeah they don't explain it very well either way um like I mentioned shortly, I don't really have too much gripes over it. I was just kind of curious to that. Yeah. I'm I'm willing to believe that maybe it's just about hierarchy. Like, there's this other more intricate hierarchy. No big deal. Moving on. Yeah. Um, Moving on. So, Zoro and Brooke run off to hold off the Seraphim while uh, the other Vegapunks get there uh, to override their orders. Uh, Zoro actually ends up clashing with the Mihawk Seraphim. Um and the Mihawk Seraphim is like tight that he got blocked. He's like, what? <laughs> I can't believe I got blocked. He uh, had like a sniper thing going. He you did know? have Mihawk a sniper does thing. He have those kind of eyes, doesn't he? Is this a little is this a little sneak peek into what Mihawk can do? That's exactly what I thought. It's uh I was actually gonna save that for later, but it's definitely yeah. an idea. Um I think I'm going to say maybe it's because he's a robot currently and he still has the crosshairs. I think all of the PX, like the pacifistas in a way, they all have like that targeting system on them. And he was probably just aiming for like one of uh, Mihawk's like airborne strikes. Um, but it could possibly like be. Slash. 
yeah, it could also possibly be that like this is part of Mihawk's, I guess, uh, biology is that he has crosshairs for eyes, um, which would be pretty sweet. Um, so at that moment, uh, Zoro seems to have uh, blocked him off long enough for uh, Edison, uh, the third Vegapunk satellite, to come down and uh, order people to stop the fighting. But uh, pretty much right as he says it, the Jinbei Seraphim has already launched a laser beam at uh, in their way. But uh, they were saved by Sanji, and uh, all is good. The Seraphim are now called nice. off, and the day is saved. So that's pretty cool. Uh, at that m uh, point, uh, Vegapunk invites, invites uh, Stussy uh, to jump onto the cruise ship as well. And she's like, cool, I'm there. Usopp is just like, all right, you're adding too many people now. Uh, meanwhile, at the same time, Luffy is still looking for uh, Vegapunk and uh and bonnie who according to this narration uh there was an incident that had occurred and dr dr vegapunk stella was nowhere to be found uh so that's interesting uh meanwhile on uh the island of Sp of sphinx which is the town that marco resides in that also happens to be the hometown of whitebeard uh we learn that the navy has come down on sphinx and uh, were there to basically rob them of the treasure that Whitebeard had been pumping into this place. With another rat-themed uh, marine, not to say, because there's another rat guy uh, from uh, Arlong Park. Police. Yeah, so these guys are thugs, and since F Sphinx is apparently not part of the world of government, they think they could just come in there and do whatever they want. They're not protected by the laws of the world of government. So they just start like aiming and shooting at folks. Uh, but at that point, that's when uh, the X seven warlord of the sea, uh, Edward uh, Weevil, I think his name, Weevil comes in and he yeah, just Weaver. sends yeah. like four guys flying into these craters uh, all at the same time. The, the Marines already know what time it is. They're like, Weevil. And, uh, yeah, they just start running away. Um, but unfortunately, it seems like they've uh, chased the Navy away. The The Navy that was there, they ran away on their boat. Um, but yeah, someone shouts from the distance that it did. It doesn't end there. And it turns out to be Miss Bucking, as we from formerly known the mother of Weevil. Uh, but it turns out this is the original Buckingham Stace, uh, Stussy from right. the rocks pirates big he is alive uh pretty good twist to be honest I, if you really just like i feel dumb because her, her name is miss buckin and i'm like damn that's good <laughs> uh but did we know this before yeah we knew her name was miss buckin and uh and Stussy has been around since uh, Whole Cake Island. She was on the was island. Was her full name Buckingham? Who? Uh, like, was Stussy's Stussy? full name revealed before? We probably didn't know up to this point. So, you know, I guess it's not that bad. But it is still a good twist, and it makes sense. Um, but we do know that now she is one of the former Rocks Pirates, a self-styled scientist, and uh, a mad freeloader, Miss Bucking, uh, Buckingham Stacy. So she's still alive. Uh, that's interesting. And she reveals that 
uh, Admiral Ryukugyu showed up and uh, took Weevil away. So that's just another one to uh, <laughs> to add to the kidnapped list of One Piece characters yeah. that have been taking, taken away mysteriously. <laughs> um real goku is the is the flame guy right no he's the, the uh no he's the plant guy that they fought on wano oh shit he pulled up what if what if weevil leads, what if he leads an impel down breakout with doflamingo and that would be wild <laughs> and arlong that would be crazy <laughs> impel down too that would with be weevil? sick well, if we arlong that yeah, fucking him. arlong I don't think he's there. Why, why I don't think he's in Impel Down. Arlong's in. He's uh, not an Impel Down. No, he's in. Why a, would he be an Impel down? down? They would have seen him if he was an Impel Down. They would have Who run else into would him. be an Impel Down right now? Uh, Mister Two is still there. Oh, right. Uh, I can't see Mister Two working with Doflamingo though. Yeah, Doflamingo, Mister Two. Uh, I mean, I think Weevil's probably too dumb to organize an entire, like even below Luffy. He would lead the charge though. <laughs> I mean, yeah, he would be a problem in a jailbreak. That, that's for sure. Um, but yeah, Weevil has been taken away. Um, and Marco's like, oh, man, uh, that sucks. I mean, I'm grateful to you guys for saving the village. And she's pissed. She's like, oh, you don't believe that Weevil is his real son, do you, Marco? Well, I have, I know just a person who could prove it to you, and that's Dr. Vegapunk. Uh, and the chapter ends uh, away on the ships off of Egghead, I believe these guys are, because Kizaru is there. Or at least they're on their way to Egghead. Uh, and Arlong Ki- is in Impel Down. I thought he was in like a G4 prison or something. It, say, it says unknown level. Oh. It's weird they didn't run into Wait, him. Wait, released on Jinbei's request? Upon oh, that was what? a long time ago. That was his, like, that's his backstory. When Arlong... Oh. Went, that's why... Okay, yeah, that's his backstory. I don't think he's there. I don't think he's there currently. It would have been weird to not run into him at least once. Um, but anyway, uh, the chapter... Senior Pink is in there? Oh, yeah, Senior Pink is in Impel Down. Dude, The pretty much the majority of Doflamingo's crew is probably there. So that's a big deal. Peek uh, of the God. Yeah, Peek is in there. <laughs> um all right. Anyway, this chapter ends with uh, Vegapunk, uh, not Vegapunk, Kizaru serving tea uh, to one of the five elders, uh, St. J. Garcia Saturn. Uh, <laughs> That's wow. a pretty cold ass name. Yeah. I'm actually just going to write that as, uh, I'm just going to put that as down. A t- just, just his name? <laughs> That's a cold ass name. J. Garcia yeah. Saturn. And uh, that they- is, that is the hardest name i've ever heard in my life yeah um kizaru asks him if he's ever met vegapunk and he's like yes just once a long time ago but i must say that this i find these turn of events to be most regrettable uh and that's where (laughs) the chapter ends uh lots to talk about in actually 16 pages a lot of information was revealed uh but josh what did you think about one piece chapter 100 uh, 1073 well, I'll be honest. I don't have too many lingering thoughts. I guess I'll just fire off the, as the cha- you know uh, along the chapter, and then I'll let you guys get and see our thoughts. All right, let's go to the beginning. Um, man, I don't think there's anybody else in comic book history with a bigger forehead than your boy Vegapunk. 
Someone check me on that one, please. <laughs> it doesn't have to be YouTube. In Vegapunk? Vegapunk? I don't think anybody else yeah, has a no. bigger yeah, nobody, Vegapunk. Yeah, nobody. Nobody has it. You know. Nope. Right, so That's the biggest forehead. It's too ridiculous for most artists to draw, so they wouldn't do it. Yeah. Well, I'm going to beat Christian to the punch and say that he was 100% absolutely a million times correct. About what? Stussy. What do you mean? You called out that um that that's what um Dr. Vega that's what Dr. Vegapunk called out to. Oh yeah. I guess it was an easy one. But yeah, I'm not I'm not that impressed with myself well, on that one. <laughs> I just let I let it be known because you'd be saying that with like oh for a thousand and that's that's yeah, but this one, one. This one's really small, so I barely even count it. You know what I mean? Hey, we take we take those W's too. Listen, if the Giants smoke the Panthers, how are you gonna feel about that? Mm, it's fine. <laughs> Nigga, W is a W. That's true, I guess. And that's an NFC win. Anyway. Anyway. Um so yeah, you called it. Uh I'm not I don't know about Stussy. I don't remember seeing her any time before this arc. So I'll take y'all word for it. But you gotta understand the effect on me isn't really there. Well, it's not. I don't think anybody's meant to be like stuff. You know, like she's been around. I'm not going. I'm not doing all of that. I'm not. I'm not doing that. I'm not. I'm not pulling up Papau or or, or <laughs> fucking Arlong or whoever you guys was jerking off about earlier. What are you talking about? But, um, <laughs> <laughs> nah, but um, she. You said that they just show her before, right? When yeah, she, she was in. Uh, she was oh. on the island. She was on whole cake when uh, the wedding was going down. She was there. Oh, I think you mentioned that on a couple episodes ago. Mm-hmm. Cool. Foreshadowing. I don't it, understand. Around. I, I guess we'll get the breakdown soon. I, I think that's my general thought on the chapter. Like, based on all of these stories that's just been shown, we know we're about to get some type of backstory about the past. And I think it's going to kind of go hand in hand in what we've been getting with these cover pages. Because the cover page is probably like the beginning of the story of how he's how he got to the point where he has this whole research lab and funded by the government and all of that, and then the arc is going to be about his probably his research and the shit he did while he was working for the government. Yeah, um, that's the vibe I'm getting. Look at all the story, because uh, 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 the real Stussy, the ancient one, she said that um, you know to ask Doctor Vegapunk about that. I think that. That that weevil is some type of scientific experiment as well. I think yeah, like you beat me to the punch. It's not a. It's, he's a. It's a you beat me to the punch, man. I have. Yeah. I have. Uh, I I guess I'll say it now since we're on the subject. But I'll I go for it. Yeah. We already established that there are clones, <laughs> and a clone has been made of Stussy out of all people. Yeah. But well, I'm thinking that. Whitebeard, he's an early clone of Whitebeard before they like perfected the process because he obviously doesn't look like Whitebeard except for the mustache. So I think he's like a genetic clone of Whitebeard before they really got like the secret sauce down and cloned Stussy herself. Mm. Or that's interesting. Or he's uh, he's like an early Seraphim, but I think it's more likely he's a clone. Just because Stussy feels so like a, while, while uh, we're on the topic of clones, mm-hmm. theory. Guy. So 
with Stussy's clone being uh, being created, now this opens up the idea that all of the Rogs pirates have been cloned. That would be crazy. So Big Mom and Kaido too. Probably. Uh, yeah. So uh, Big Mom, there's a big there's a theory going around that Jewelry Bonnie is Big Mom's clone. Mm. Oh my god, that's actually kind of wild because she eats a lot. Jewelry is... Bonnie is Big Mom's clone. Um, Kai Mononosuke is is Kaido's clone because of the devil fruit more so than anything else. Mm. Um, it's not. They didn't. They weren't interested. Uh, in Kaido. I don't know about they that. Were... Yeah, they're they're starting to reach here. Mononosuke, I don't look... buy. Because it's different processes, right? Because they. So it, each rocks pirate symbolizes a different thing they were trying to recreate. So okay. Weevil was the first attempt to make a clone, failed. Uh, Jewelry Bonnie was a successful clone. Uh, Mononosuke's dragon was the yeah, first the, attempt the to make fruit. another devil fruit. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. A parent, like like a Zoan. Um, and Stussy, it was the attempt to make a Paramecia. How to make a clone with a paramecia. Mm. And then there is Zebek, who I think Rox's, is Rox's I think Bla real. Blackbeard could be his clone in an attempt to recreate his will. Hmm. Zebex was the captain of the Rocks crew. Yeah, he's yeah. Uh, Rocks D Zebek is his name there's a chance that blackbeard i it's either blackbeard is a clone of zebek or blackbeard used this process to clone himself was to white make multiple of versions of himself who huh was whitebeard part of the rocks pirates too? yeah yes. he was oh my god the the four emperors were except for shanks but big mom kaido and uh i mean shanks whitebeard. was on goldie rogers crew yeah why did goldie rogers Side with the with the fucking with the Marines, man. What happened? Because Rox was wild. We don't know yet. <laughs> you know, he, he only with, sided, with, He only worked with, with Garp though. With the yeah, he only worked with Garp. He Garp didn't is the only motherfucker he probably would have worked with. Yeah, he wasn't allied with the Marines. He worked directly with Garp, and only mm. with him. But right. so that's a theory going around. Okay, but I'm... here's my Ooh. theory. Luffy is Goldie Rogers clone. <laughs> I refuse. <laughs> I refuse. Think about it. Think about it. Think about it. All right. You look Luffy exactly is a spitting. Roger, when he's young, is a spitting image of Luffy. Luffy's mom, not even mentioned, nowhere to be seen, nowhere to be like at all even mentioned, right? Coincidence? I think not. Hold on. Hold on. There is brief he mention. He wants to be king of the pirates? Hold Wait, on. Wasn't Ace Roger's son? Yeah. Yes. But Luffy so is not So they would Roger's literally son. be brothers or okay, somewhat, something like that. Something along those lines. Yeah. I'm not going to go crazy and say everyone's a clone now. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Here's one more. When, a when Roger's like, yo, my son's going to be king of the pirates. He was right, but he didn't know which son he was talking about this entire time. All right. 
it would be it's like oda wait 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 listen hear what me out dragon so though? oda loves to do these twists right where it's it's like the same twist in a different setting right so like he he reuses plot points but fashions fashions them differently so when we found out that ace was goldie roger's son it was like oh shit yo that's crazy and then we again find out the same twist just fashioned differently oh shit yo he's actually his son come on i would i would not like that (laughs) i'm gonna say right now if oda if this is true and i don't think it is i think that would be eternally whack it's clone wars no i don't like it it's Beck's clone versus roger's clone to see who becomes the real king of the world. See, this is the crazy thing about this clone thing is that it's really opened up everybody's <laughs> paranoia. I, I don't, I don't like it. <laughs> like, if this is true, I don't like it, and it kind of ruins all of One Piece for me because I did like that. Like, Luffy was not very connected to Roger outside of like a few coincidences of like-mindedness between them. I don't know. I feel like that's just cheap, you know. That turns out everybody's a, cl- a clone of somebody everybody in the past. It's basically Naruto bitch. again. That's what Naruto was. Is like, oh, you don't well, guess what, Chris? <laughs> Every Shonen Jump manga falls off a little bit towards the end. Nah, One Piece is different. One Piece. <laughs> nah, One Piece is different. This is One Piece's moment. Some fall off mm. a little bit. Some uh, fall off the face of the earth. This clone business. No, could no, no, make no, no, or no. break one piece. <laughs> Listen, I don't think he I don't think that's that's the case. It can't be. I don't buy it. I'll take Whitebeard being a clone. Or are you into I'll take, I'll take Jewelry Bonnie being a clone because it makes sense. Just like Luffy. Why? No, it doesn't. Jewelry Bonnie does not make sense being a clone of fucking uh a uh, big mom. How? I'm saying How? in terms of traits, you know, like she eats a lot. Uh and she's but you know the thing is, is that these don't got the same power. These guys have biological families. Bonnie has, well, as far as we know, right. Kuma is a biological father to Bonnie. Luffy is the biological son of Dragon. I don't know. As far as we know, that everything we know we've been of. told. But I don't, I, I don't buy it. Yo, like Dragon's just gonna take a clone, a world government clone, and just be and claim claim him as his son but not raise him yeah yeah no like give him his name Ace and not took raise his him. mom's name and she didn't raise him well she did it because she he hated uh roger he didn't do it for any reason just to respect his mom he took his mom's name because he hated roger for leaving him for being who he was like because ace was like tortured his whole life because he was the son of Gold Roger. How the fuck did they know? Well, anybody who did know was wiped off the face of the earth. So that's why Ace ended up where he was in the middle of fucking nowhere. His garb took him and threw him in the middle of the woods and was like, nobody will find you here. Because they, the government was systematically killing everybody who knew Roger as far as they mm. could find. That's why, <laughs> apparently, that's why Rose, his mom... Like was pregnant with him for twenty months, which was crazy, so that she, the government wouldn't know that like that her that his son is out there, and then she died at childbirth, very obviously. Right. 
like so they was like, oh, there's no way it could be his child. He died more than X, like nine months ago. So yeah, I don't know. Yo, for over a year, I just did the math. Another, yeah, a it's... year and eight months. Yeah, I can't. I, I can't. Could you do that? Yeah, I could do that shit. I'm built different. <laughs> no, the fuck you're not. Just because you're wearing a Facebook hoodie doesn't mean that you're built. Nah, bro. For, for pregnancy or the or the rigors of extended I'm, I'm just pregnancy. like that, bro. I'm just like that. Yeah. Do you have an iron womb? Brian is him. <laughs> I am him. <laughs> and he is me. Yeah, I, I don't you know. Is, you is me. Yeah, Rush Hour 3. <laughs> I, trust me, man. Those are my favorite movies. This is some of my said, favorite no, movies. No, you is me. I am you. I am you, and you is me. Anyway, that's crazy. A lot of these... Uh, well, maybe it's not crazy, and maybe it's real, and uh, I'll just hate One Piece if it goes down that path. But Whoa, Brian's close. But I will say, I don't think... Oh, yeah, Brian sat down. Brian was talking mad shit earlier. <laughs> yeah, he said I was going to stay up for two hours. Brian said, I'm going to stay up for two... He's like, I got it. He got his 64 and ounces of water. LOL. And then you he just... noticed that I sat down. I just, I see it. I, I noticed the yeah, whole time. Yeah, until now. You even noticed me cranking it all the way down. Well, whatever. I did notice because as the Facebook came into fucking sight. Anyway. I don't buy it. And I will not accept. <laughs> If it's true, One Piece goes down the drain for me. But it's a, a... <laughs> right out of drain all those years. Yeah. Well, you heard it here right first, folks. I said what I said. Uh, the clone business will either make or break this series. <laughs> it sure will. I trust Oda yeah. to be a little more different, a little more uh, better than that. That they're just clones. Because you know he's. Mar- I can't wait to hear what Saint Jay Garcia Saturn has to say. Oh my God, he's got. So actually, there is um a theory. Oh boy, about the Gurusei. that they're clones so, um, of other people. No, no, they, they, nothing to do with clones. So um, <laughs> every um there's there's a theory that every every uh, Gurusei member is actually named after a, a planet now and oh, wow. each each Pluton. of the planets yeah each of the planets um all have their responsibilities to the world right so and every planet also has a symbolism so uh, the theory is that saturn has the symbolism of time so the reason why saint jay garcia is coming out is because he deals with the hit the the world's history, right? Mm-hmm. Essentially, so that's why he's getting involved here because there's a lot of history that could be revealed in this area if he's not present mm-hmm. to like erase this threat. So that's why he's coming out of the woodwork specifically. Yeah, I want. I don't even know we... their names. Okay, hold on, hold on. Oh wow, we don't Saturn. even know Saint Garcia. Jay Garcia is the only one we know. Could you do you guys know the planets on the the, the outer shell, like outside so, of the asteroid field? You've so, got Saturn. Hold on. Saturn. Oh. Um Jupiter. So the ones that were mentioned were Saturn, Mars, Venus, um 
what is it? Mercury and there's one more. Um, I guess Earth. Listen, man. There's one planet we're not we're not mentioning that already has been mentioned in the comic. What Uranus? Yes. Oh, and Pluton, Pluto. Oh shit! Well, Pluto's and not Neptune. Oh, well, not anymore. <laughs> I think it's too coincidental. That's a good theory. I'll buy that one. I'll take that one. That each one of them is named after a planet. That's pretty rad. I like I like that theory. That wouldn't ruin One Piece for me. Um, but Brian, uh, overall, do you have any other thoughts on this chapter? I, I we we stopped Josh actually. I don't know if Josh has anything else to say about no, it. No, it's but... fine. I feel like we just kind of freestyled, and it's like I'm okay with it. But I, I'm kind of ready to move on. But I know you probably have thoughts, Chris. So no, yeah, I, I mean... think uh, Brian, do you do you have anything to say um... outside of the theories? I have no clue what the fuck is going to happen <laughs> because they have an admiral coming after them. They have a fucking Gurusei member coming. They have the CP0 and they have the Seraphim. Uh, well, now they're neutralized, but they, I'm pretty sure that could be overridden at any point once these guys arrive. It yeah. is going to be a sight to see what the fuck happens. Mm-hmm. They need to get out ASAP. Yeah, for sure. Um, I really like this chapter a lot. Um, I I really debated having this be my RGC, but I I really don't know. I think there's one more that captured my heart a little, just like that tiny bit more. Captured my heart. A little bit more. Um, But this was a really pretty awesome chapter. Um, Brian, you weren't here last week. Uh, I wanted to run this theory by you. Okay. Regarding Bonnie's powers. Okay. And I wanted to know, you're the theory guy in the world. You 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 keep your ear to the streets now. I wanted to know if anybody in One Piece is caught on. I shared it with Josh last week. Um but based on Bonnie's powers, you know how she like inflated herself, made herself stronger? Uh-huh. It's my theory that because we we've already seen precedent <laughs> that oh god bless you. Uh you. <laughs> we've seen precedent that uh there are devil fruit users that may not necessarily actually know what their fruits really are instead of the age age fruit i'm supposing that bonnie probably has is the current holder of the time time fruit based on her oh ability God. the same one that uh lady toki had back in the day uh oda uh odin's wife that allowed her to time travel and shit so you think that she has the ability to time travel, she just doesn't know it. Yeah, she's just using it right now. As far as she knows, it's the age-age fruit that but allows her to go, advance. Toki can only go forward, no? Yeah, Toki can only go forward. Uh, but I will say that, like, my the reason I thought about that is that that strengthening thing she does, it doesn't really make sense unless she's, like, tapping into a future where she's that buff. Because just aging yourself is like, you just make yourself older or, or, or younger. But making yourself stronger is probably like reaching into alternate timelines and being yeah, like, Yeah, we thought that was really weird. If that's that, the like, case, that, that odd future. It's really out there. I will say, I, 
no, if that's the case, it would it have to be sense a, with her abilities. It would have to be awaken an awakened fruit, though. Mm-hmm. I think this could be the awakened version of it. It could be. It could be, and um, she doesn't even know it. Yeah, because that's the only way I could see it being that way. Just because Toki's fruit only allowed her to go forward. forward. So her being her aging people back um would would only be accessible i think if she was awakened mm-hmm. so yep no i, I just wanted to posit that one because i thought about that the other day and i wanted to do a crazy theory you know a crazy everybody's clones theory um but also, yeah she bonnie does look a lot like how oda drew big mom at a younger age as well yeah so let's not forget about yeah. that yeah, but to be fair, Oda draws women the same way all the time. <laughs> it could be just Oda just drawing women the same. <laughs> yeah, it's not reliable at all. Yeah, it's it's tough with Oda. You never know. Um unless he goes out of the way out of his way to give like a woman a unique character design, everybody kind of looks like Nami, which, you know, is a fact I live with and it's fine. It doesn't really get in the way. Uh, but yeah, that's all I gotta say. Uh, should we move onward? We we spent a lot of time on One Piece. Uh, yeah, we sure have. Oh man, if you guys have any uh, cool theories, please leave them in the comments. We'd love to hear some interesting thoughts about One Piece because uh, it's getting real, uh, real crazy. You know, uh, lots of stuff is going on, and it's kind of hard to process all of the shit they're throwing at us. And uh, I'm looking forward to seeing if anybody has any other takes. Uh, but until then, uh, let's move onward. My Hero Academia. This is My Hero Academia chapter 379, Hopes. Uh, we got a cool little color page here. I actually really like this a lot. Uh, with Labrava and Gentle Criminal uh, just walking, looking cool. Um, last we left off, we are... Uh, it was revealed that gentle criminal has been allowed by uh, the police and the heroes at large to be kind of a backup plan in case uh, the UA uh, headquarters started to fall. And lo and behold, it started to fall. And he was there to, uh, to hold up the UA with the combined might of Labrava's ability to supercharge people uh, based on how, uh, how much she loves them. And he was able to basically hold up the entirety of UA single-handedly with his dope-ass powers. Let's go, Gentle. Um, yes, sir. And on top of that, we have Lady Nagant, who has come out and, and, and is doing her sniper thing, uh, sniping from afar. No. And uh, we get a little flashback as to how she got involved. And uh, she apparently survived being blown up from the inside uh with uh with a few scars um and a literal dr mario is advising her to that's st- what i was gonna ask <laughs> yeah i didn't notice this on my read his hair is shaped like his hat that that is what it is <laughs> uh so does that mean chicken man is based off of somebody from mario maybe i chicken mean chicken doctor maybe i mean he does maybe he's just like a yoshi like a weird looking yoshi I mean, I guess he had to oh, alter. Oh, that's Doctor Mario! Holy shit! Yeah, he he altered notice. he altered little moments of them because I bet he's avoiding copyright right now. He he can't just straight nah, up draw like, Mario. But uh, I didn't even think about it for a moment. I man, just scrolled past it so fast. It is funny. I, 
is all the medical staff just Mario characters? Because that would be pretty hilarious. The chicken is not a Mario character. The thing is, is I think he's like one of them dinosaur Yoshis. Because he now that I think about it, he could either be a chicken or a Yoshi. Maybe. That he altered a little because he can't. Cl he clearly can't draw a Yoshi uh, without some kind of copyright going on. Uh, but anyway, that's very funny. Anyway, she's just like, tell me where the enemy is. And uh, Mario is like, tell you, you're an escaped convict. No fucking way. Uh, but uh, Rock Lock comes out and he's like, let her fight. <laughs> I, I'll take full responsibility. Just let her go. Let her cook. Um and cook she did. As uh, First off, I don't know why she was asking Dr. Mario like they would give him that information. <laughs> well, he seems to know because he refuses to tell her he, as if he knew. <laughs> why would they tell this fucking doctor? He's saying, he's saying, tell you. <laughs> why would I tell you you're an escaped convict? But also, Brian, I counter question, why wouldn't you tell Super Mario? <laughs> I'm just curious because he's he's just a regular ass doctor. No, he's, and they're just like, yo, by the way, yo, yo we're gonna you know be over All here. Protege, yo, that dude is on UA right now, scrapping. <laughs> maybe from the news. Yeah, he just know. Yeah, maybe from the news. I mean, it's it is hard to hide a giant flying school, so I respect that. Um, so yeah, Rock Lock let her cook, and uh, she's out here sniping. Uh, last we left off with her, she actually just shot off one of Shigaraki's arms uh, before he activated his decay quirk on the ground. Uh, and she is now bleeding, bursting at the seams. Uh, and she's basically like, I got one shot left. Uh, that is such a cool shot, by the way. Of the blood bursting off of her. It is yeah, pretty cool. Yeah, that is such Sigh. a cool shot. It's pretty cool. Um, so, yeah, she does uh, her, her sniper thing she's talking about. Uh, how she's been stained by the darkness and lost faith in the light. Uh, but, you know, until you and my successor came around and reminded me of how I felt back then. So now let this reach you, reach Izuku Midoriya from Lady Nagant. And she shoots. And right as Shigaraki's about to bring down his other arm, uh, she uh, knocks off Shigaraki's other arm completely. Um, it was a pretty sweet. Uh, she did one of these, I guess pretty good and Very good. he yeah shigaraki has no arms meanwhile inside of shigaraki all for one is going crazy <laughs> yeah <laughs> he, he's like he's he says that disposable trash she just jumps from one thing to another she's not faithful <laughs> yeah he, she's just going crazy he's losing control over the body and that's when a bunch of fingers come out of his theoretical mouth and uh he's just like ha 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 so your manipulations didn't work did it uh brian are you frozen right now no oh it's looking frozen to me i'm not either yeah brian's frozen Ooh, for sure brian. i'm not frozen yeah all right well i'm looking at you <laughs> you move your hand i am moving my hand no you're not I literally am. <laughs> you're frozen. Yeah, you're frozen I'm for sure. I'm literally moving my hands right now. Anyway. <laughs> Anyways. I, I'm not I'm I'm not seeing your hands moving. I'm just letting you know. Um anyway, so a bunch of theoretical fingers come out of his theoretical mouth. And um he's basically 
Mm. He's talking all his shit. Uh, Shigaraki is. He's like, uh, this shit is not working anymore. All for one, you can't manipulate your way out of this one. And Brian is loading again. Anyway, he is. Uh, he explains that like he got blended into the mix of all of the quirks for uh, one for all. And at that point, uh, it turns out he that little boy that was in uh, the all for one thing uh, was basically um, was basically a, the last core of Shigaraki or Shimura, I guess the little boy. Hello. Hey, you're back. Now you're moving. So uh, hello. <laughs> uh, and he's been like basically uh, cutting away at uh, his powers uh, from the inside and uh, bit by bit he started to reclaim himself uh, so he's tight <laughs> all for one's like Kuragiri, I'm not controlling control this body stop gawking and warp me and Shigaraki uh, Kuragiri's going through his own his own troubles right now he's just, he's just like well, I have to protect Shigaraki Who, where, where's Shigaraki um, but uh yeah, Sh- Shigaraki is uh, continuing to con- to uh, build up his power. He's like, I've got no need for one for all. Did you think that you have anything under control? Unlike those flip-flopping screw-ups, my heart ain't wavering. And uh, everything that exists led to the existence of that house. Or And uh, as Tomura Shigaraki and Tenko Shimura, he's just got one hope. The destruction of everything stemming from that house. Um, as it's revealed that he was somehow knocked off of the uh, UA school by Midoriya and uh, he says that that's the only thing that's going to save him is the destruction of everything that caused that house to be the way it was Um, and we see that there's a kid taking a a photo I guess of uh, what's going on between Midoriya and Shigaraki and the chapter ends with uh, pr- really- I know who it is. Yeah, and it's one of the business kids, actually. I bet it's the business kid. <laughs> it's the marketing kid that Josh hated. <laughs> it's some other guy taking a video. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and the-, the chapter ends with uh, Izuku Midoriya and Shigaraki in a really well drawn two page spread, uh, just facing off against each other, talking about how. Uh, Midori's like, I can't let you destroy everything, but I also can't pretend I didn't see you crying in there. And that's where the chapter ends. Um, Josh, what were your thoughts on My Hero Academia chapter 379? Uh, That was a cool chapter, I guess. Um, I was really surprised uh, what happened with uh, between Shigaraki and and Off One? I knew that that's what was being built up. That he was eventually gonna kind of break out and just be himself. He already kind of started doing that as he was changing forms and shit, like with the hands and all of that. So it's not yeah. that I didn't see that happen. I just didn't think it happened as like just like that, just off his hands getting sniped away. <laughs> that's. <laughs> I mean, I didn't think that would throw him off that bad. I think it's because it his did. body was I, like the physical body was starting to reach its limit to how much he could control it because they already right. expended so much energy before that. So the hands getting shot off there probably 
uh, was the straw that broke breaker. the camel's back. Yeah. Right. And I'm sure he just pretty much had a temper tantrum just because he wasn't able to erode the entire school building in Ireland. Anyway, you know, Sugar Rock came out. And I'm going to tell you this. Look, I know a retcon when I see one. Talking about implanting a, a version of himself inside so because he'd known all-for-one schemes. No. <laughs> you guys could break it down as much as y'all want, and maybe my mind will change. But right now, mm-mm. <laughs> I'm not buying it for a second, but it's okay. <clears throat> the story could keep going. It's, it is what it is. Uh... Otherwise, it was, I guess it was a cool chapter. I mean, I, man, I guess, I guess, I guess, uh, I guess it was cool seeing uh, La Brava and Gentle Criminal, Jesus, fight for you know, like uh, play a role in, in saving them, um, even though it was super brief. But I guess he saved everybody's lives that's on the island because that shit would have crashed down. Anybody on it would have died. So. He did his job. You give it enough time. He's still on He's still up there. Huh? He's still up yeah. there. Who's he? Gentle. Gentle? Yeah. yeah, I know. Yeah, he's still holding it. Because, yeah, there's people still up there. So, you know, it's, it's important. I mean, I'm... I don't know. I'm just really not into this fight. I'm really not into this fight between Midori and Sugar. I wish I was a little bit more. But that's due to change. Yeah. It's their character dynamic. Same thing I've always been saying, though. I just wish we had a little bit more time. I wish they had a few more conflicts before that big war. Mm. You know? A few more things happened. Mm-hmm. Before he went into his demon lord's slumber. Yeah, no, I, I, I agree. But, you know, like, you know, Brian, last week, we discussed that, you know, we we really felt the impact of change during the My Villain Academia arc. And like, you know, you had brought to our attention, it probably was due to the uh, heavy scrutiny. And I think it really did affect him. I think he probably did have plans to take his time and flesh it out like he was with everything else. I mean, the series kept a pretty decent pace, but... The thing is, it, it didn't have to wrap up so soon. You could have kept the same pace and just kept it going for longer, you know? Things could have kept happening in the same pace. You just could have had more. But I'm tired of talking about what was. Like I said, it's a cool chapter. I'm, I'm ready to see these guys get it shaken. But we're probably going to see what's going on all around before we see their fight. Um, also, they touch noses. Did they touch noses? They sure did. Oh, they did touch <laughs> They did a little. Yeah. They did do a little boop. They are close yeah, enough did. to do a little boop. Yep, and it was caught on camera. Yeah, they, they, they got a picture of that. <laughs> yeah, they got, a, they got a picture. Of <laughs> they got a pic of the boop. Quite <laughs> a quite a pic of some prime PDA. <laughs> um, uh, uh, Brian, what did you think about this? Brian picture? and Brian loves it, and Brian loves. It. <laughs> but I want to hear how much you loved it, Brian, in detail. I think this is a pretty decent. This is a pretty decent chapter. Um, One piece was no one's RGC. 
Nah. No. So was it yours? So no. Okay, that's fine. It's close. It won mine last. So I week. think I think this chapter was uh it was pretty good. It was pretty good. Um not as good as last chapter, but this chapter was pretty good. Um I think the whole him being able to hide a piece of his soul uh makes sense mainly because of the whole um all for one, one for all world that they have with like like a disconnection from their body. They could kind of have that I could see Shigaraki over time coming up with that idea when he senses something fishy is going on. Um so it makes sense um because they they have their own fucking world, their own little astral plane that they exist on. So it's it's not impossible that this could that this happened, you know? And I feel like when you're learning from the dude who's literally the evilest person of all time, uh, you tend to think that, you know, all this power and training he's giving you isn't just going to be for free. And Shigaraki has always been a very skeptical person. So I feel like he it's plausible for him to come up with this kind of plan to, like, have, like, a backup to make sure that he could always prevail um, in the face of evil. So there's that. Um, sh- what's his name again? Fucking um, Cloud Guy. Oh, uh, Shirakumo. 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 So him kind of slowly coming to his senses uh, is a little interesting because this is an interesting timing for it to happen. Um I don't know how, I don't know why he chose this moment for him to kind of start malfunctioning a bit and I, guess I don't know what implication that's going to have somewhat convenient I would say yeah it's <laughs> all com- like if this was going to happen it sh- I feel like it's a little out of place mm. I feel like it should have happened at a different point or at least have him have the thought or have more of that malfunction happen before as he's conducting these actions you mm-hmm. know like just so that we have that idea in our head that oh shit he's 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 acting for the villains but he's still spiraling a bit like there's still a little bit of something there and then that would this would be a good time for that to pay off so well a little bit more build up i feel like this would have fit a little bit better um and the whole thing with shigaraki getting out it's interesting now let me get to what the photograph is going to mean for um this episode i mean for for the chapters coming up so i think the kid is going to advertise uh this fight and what's going on and where it is which means that all might from last chapter who went out about somewhere is going to show up at this location now with the help of this kid <laughs> taking that photo. Yeah, it makes more sense now. They are on level ground. They are they are in a place where all my can reach them now. So mm-hmm. I can see it. I think um I have a few I have one theory here. Oh, and that when All Might shows up, I don't know what he has in his thing, in the thing that he had, but thing, All Might's thing gonna die, huh? Thing that he had, he had a, yeah, he had something with him. 
I don't know what it was though. Let me see, just to be sure. But um, plot armor. He... <laughs> plot armor. No, he's. I agree with Brian. He's probably gonna die. He's gonna die. He's gonna um, die. And do, 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 where the fuck is that page? Um. Anyway, who has so, plot armor? Probably the main. Essentially. Character. Uh oh. He has like a suitcase. I don't know what's in it though. Maybe it's like um like his cape or some shit or his outfit. I don't know. Something sentimental. Um and he's gonna die. And as he dies, Bakugo is gonna show up and and help uh Deku during this fight. So it's like he really is never gonna get to autograph the 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 card. Mm-hmm. But he never. doesn't need to. Because he is he is the hero that he wanted to become, you know? Yeah. Um so I think at some point Bakugo is going to join this fight. Um, I don't know to what extent or how impactful it's gonna be, but um that is a, a loose thread, uh no pun intended, that's gonna probably come back around here. Um I'm just curious to see how this fight is gonna pan out now that he's in a city um where there could still be people around and stuff mm. um cuz now that adds more tension to the fight essentially because now he has all of his quirks he has his decay so now we get to see deku in his element uh finding creative solutions to defeating villains um while saving lives you know that's what he does. Mm-hmm. Um, he's a, he's an analyst. He figures things out on the fly, and um, Shigaraki having basically unlimited quirks against his kind of limited tool belt range of quirks um, would be an interesting contrast to see how that pays off. So I think this is gonna be a fun fight, no matter what. The art is guaranteed gonna be fucking good. Um, so, you know, I'm just looking forward to to the things that I will enjoy from the next few chapters. Yeah. Uh I I really enjoyed this chapter too. Um I th- I thought that the uh the art was pretty solid as per usual. I mean, again, he is just masterclass in terms of just art. That's why the chapters feel are are short as they are is I'm sure this takes forever. This was 20 pages. Yeah. yeah, yeah, no, this was a standard number of pages, especially for like still he's delivering this quality of art. Um, on that level, killing it, crushing it. Um, there's one thing I did want to like mention and uh about Shigaraki's thing, and it, like Brian said, I could buy it. I just wish there, like, you know, just like you know, the Shirakoma thing, I wish there was like little moments of foreshadowing with it that would have made it go down a little easier. There um, was technically, yeah, sure, 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 but like, I guess it, especially in Shigaraki's case, because you know we know that there was the core, that there was like the little boy there, but we didn't know like there wasn't like a real inkling that it was fighting back, and not that I needed it to be telegraphed that hard, but you know, if it was like a little something that we could uh, not see coming, but you know, like something that's hinted at, something that's established, so it doesn't like feel like. Now all of a sudden he's all for one is losing control. Um, you know, these are all things I just accept 
because you know they're not like that side that outside the realm of you know what's been established but just like on a level of writing i guess like i wish that it was a little more um teased at but mm. overall i i think it comes from what i noticed with this arc and the war arc is that like i think horikoshi does a really good job of establishing this realistic frenetic pace of what a battle like this would actually be like because i think in reality like in a lot of manga we see like time kind of slows down in moments and people are really able to think and do all this stuff but uh in both of these war arcs things are just moving so fast and i think that's by design mm -hmm. it's just like you know this is this is what it would really be like is that you know there's constant swings of momentum and people just thinking on their feet left and right and changing uh different aspects of the battle and i think horikoshi has really accomplish something interesting in, in terms of like pacing for these kinds of wars where mm -hmm. it's just constant battle because in reality, you know, things would move very quickly um, and there wouldn't be a lot of time to strategize and to think and all that stuff. So um, I respect that, you know, as if it is an intentional thing, uh, I think that's a interesting thing to go with, but I think you lose a little bit of uh, just like, I don't know, I guess like this uh, dramatic thing that we love manga for, you know, just uh, that, you know, that little bit of, you know, a little moment of a breather, you know, mm. I think like rests in between the action. Not that the action has to stop, but like these little moments of chilling for a second is, is very good for stories like these because then it feels less rushed and uh, we have time more time to sit with character development and all that stuff, so. It's a double-edged sword is what I'm trying to say, I guess. You get a cool, like, mm -hmm. interesting, realistic thing going on with the frenetic pacing of what a war like this would be like, but you lose a lot of heart, I think. Uh, a little bit of soul you lose. Mm -hmm. But, you know, you always have to give something to get something well, so. when it turns to writing. Um, that's all I got to say about it. I try to say something a little different about My Hero Academia each week. Um because we we do go to the well often a lot but um and i guess like it is again another pacing issue but it'd be that way sometimes that that is just the main issue that plagues this series sometimes but i did like this chapter a lot i really love what they did with like nagant was a cute little moment oh not cute but like a nice moment for her character and you know a little bit of redemption for her and all that stuff i i'm still so happy to see gentle criminal around doing stuff um, yes. just the scale of his ability, you know, and the uniqueness of his ability to be able to turn everything into rubber. He's basically Nika, the sun God, uh, except he could just, Kinda. he could turn air <laughs> into rubber. Um, it's pretty rad. Yeah. Can Luffy do that? I think Luffy oh, can, yeah. no, Luffy can somewhat minute. We've seen that he can manipulate his environment and even like people to a degree. I know he did it to Kaido. We he just like punched straight through his head, but it it really wasn't punching straight through his head. So I don't know if he could do something on this scale, though. No, I mean he hasn't turned air into rubber, so we don't know. Um, but yeah, that's all I got to say about my hair academia. Overall, pretty solid chapter. I I am excited to see what happens next. Um, I am looking forward to the fight, if only for the like visual spectacle of it, because uh, yeah. it is cool to have some uh very good horikoshi art you know it's never i'll never turn that down 
but uh, any rebuttals before we move on? No. All righty. Well, without further ado, no. let's uh, get going. Jujutsu Kaisen. Now I'm going to pass over the baton to Josh. <clears throat> We've got Jujutsu Kaisen Chapter 211, V Ripening. Um, last week, man, I was in my feelings, and so was Itadori, apparently, <laughs> over the forced inclusion of Miss Angel into the uh, now trio of Itadori, Megumi, and Angel Woman. Mm-hmm. Even though Christian seemed to think that because there's this plot in st- like you know in place that you know because Angel wants to kill Sukuna and Sukuna is Itadori, that that's going to become an issue. But little does he know that that is the crux of their relationship and is what will make it enticing in the first place. Whether we all want it or not, the result of last week can be boiled down to the fact that she's here. Now, deal with it. Moving on. We get a blackout. We get a picture of Japan. Yeah, Chris loves it. Chris loves it. Chris loves it. He, yeah. <laughs> What, I, yeah. what do I love? You you love that she's on the crew now. And that that was my whole boil down of the entire chapter last she's week. She's a cool chat. She's a cool character. That's what happened last week. Oh, and honestly, we I, I, I hope she I hope she replaces her. Nobara. I hope she replaces her fully. I bet yeah, I bet you do. <laughs> I bet you do. You never like Nobara. I hope they never think about Nobara again. And they only like think Nobara, of Angel. <laughs> and, and you hate that she likes Smash Bros. I don't even know why you have an attitude. <laughs> You have the attitude about the weirdest things. Yeah, so anyway, moving forward to the chapter at hand. Uh, we see Japan in its longness. And uh, we see, I guess, all the all the different colonies start to light up. I believe that's what's happening. And um, I think outside and around the colonies, people are seeing weird shit go down. Like, uh, I guess the sky's getting brighter, I think. I think that's what's happening. Like, maybe it's nighttime, and the light's coming out of nowhere. That's why it's, like, surprising to them. Mm. It's just weird. It looks like in some places it's getting darker, and in some places it's, like, lighter. I'm wondering Somebody if that's, like, that the barrier. doesn't feel... What? I think it's, like... Is that, like, the barrier of the culling game? That's just, like, widening? I don't know. Yeah, I think it is. Cause that's crazy. <laughs> He's just dragging people into the calling game. Is that what's happening? I think so. Right. He said something. One of them was like, "Something don't feel right. The air is super dry." And he's like, "They was trying to see if they like, you know, the the air filter was uh fucking broken." And then um, I guess I don't know. Something activates, and he starts feeling shivers. And they're like, oh, like, oh, what happened? I don't know. It's not very clear, but shit is popping off in Japan right now. Oh, That's yeah. for sure. Oh, yeah. Um, so then we cut to the 16th at noon. Um, my frame of reference is completely shot. So that, that, that means nothing to me that it's the That's, 16th. It's the present, basically. It's like, I think. Sure. Yeah. The presence. Maybe, uh, maybe, whatever. Look, and we get to see uh, Megumi. We haven't seen her in a minute. 
Maki. Who did she fight against, Maki? I said that. Wow. Who, did, who was the last person Maki fought? The um, North, uh, the 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 speed one that became a curse. Yeah. Her cousin. She, she fought her again. Right after. Right, right. She was right after um um, oh oh Kotsu, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh yeah, that shit was crazy. They got yeah, they got into a wicked fight. Matter of fact, I think that was also after um um Mr. Rishi. Yeah, yeah, it's after it's after Rishi. Yeah, that is his name now and forever in New Jump City. <laughs> it is what it is. So anyway, cutting to the conversation and um, Maki's just filling him in like Itadori Megumi on like what's going on. He's like, look. So we got all the points we needed and shit, but Kenjaku won. What can I say? He got the tension. He he could control the barrier. Um, he's gonna put the world in a in a in a cursed barrier. And it's gonna be fucking wild. Are you guys ready? <laughs> um, <laughs> that's not what she says, but essentially. Um, then we cut to, I guess, like what um, what Maki heard um, from Choso, which was that you know they 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 fucked the pack up. Maki's dead. Um, I mean not Maki. Um, Yuki's dead. Um. Noritoshi Kamo is alive. Back. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, Maki goes on to say that Sukumo is the same rank as Yuta, yet she lost despite working with a death painting womb and Tenjin. Yeah, I didn't think about it like that. I mean, she, she, yeah, she was on the same level as pretty much like Yuta and 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 um and Mr. Rishi. So and they're not that far, I guess technically from Gojo, right? Nope. Right. And Gojo can deal with Kenjaku. No yes. problem. Because he can Yeah, Gojo's a special case among special cases. Sure, sure, sure. Even amongst other series. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't think Aizen would be that big deal for him, but I don't want to get derailed. Uh, so, uh, they start to, it's funny because as she's talking to them, they start to notice like, yo, she changed. I mean, I, her face is barbecue, but that's not <laughs> it. There's more. She, she has a certain cadence. Mm-hmm. And it's crazy because I don't know if they met her before Heavenly Restriction. But it's the fact that she's like in the zone now after that fight, and she's so comfortable after that sumo match that they're noticing that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that's nice. It's a nice little touch. Yeah, Maki has changed in just a few days. What happened? <laughs> right? Like Jesus, I never see such a quick turnaround. Um, oh man, and then right, and I'm sure this got Christian Espinal so f- he's uh, my co-host by the way. Um, <laughs> Me. He got so giddy. <laughs> Reading giddy? this part because mm. each yeah I don't know yeah, about giddy yeah bro yeah I don't know about me, giddy why are you mad at me all of a sudden bro <laughs> so look so Inadori is like oh all right then why hasn't the merger started and then Karusu oh my the god the chosen one 
So that sorcerers can probably resist the merger with cursed energy. So nothing's happening in the colonies, but it may have started outside. Wow, you know what? That's a great fucking point. Would have been nice if Nubaru said that. Um, and, you know, Megami says something too, but who gives a shit? Caruso said something. All right, I'm going to stop. Now. Why are that you was so it. bad? I'm a little tirade. We're supposed to be on the same own team. Space, right? And you know, it, it, it doesn't stop. There's more. There's more. She a is fact, a character in the panel. series, Josh. She she needs to talk. Go, 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 go. No, she doesn't. Listen, I, I'm gonna save the energy because there's more later. Okay. Then they start breaking down this whole rule shit, and I'm sorry, guys. I'm just gonna read to you straight from this. I can I can summarize it. <laughs> all right, go ahead. I wanted to make sure we're all on the same page. Okay. But go ahead. It is a lot of dialogue, to be fair. But the basically what they're trying to deal with is uh, is the they they handled the first rule, right? The transferring of points. That's what uh, Itadori did when he fought Higuruma. He managed to get it uh-huh. that allows people to transfer points between each other, so they technically don't really have to kill people to get points, and they can right. pass points to Sumiki, so she wouldn't die immediately. Um, right, or have to kill people to do it. Exactly. Uh, and now it's the uh, it's basically the matter of the next two rules, uh, the next two rules they wanted to add, which is the entry and exit out of the colonies and communications uh, across colony borders. Um, and it turns out there's no technical rules to communicating between borders. There is just kind of uh, or traveling between them. There is just kind of a barrier that's there that they need to break in order to travel between them. So instead of adding a rule that allows for people to travel between colonies, uh, there is a theoretical barrier that they can break using Angel's abilities that will allow them to cross between colonies without worrying about it. Without having to waste their points on making that a rule. Yeah. So, you know, at that point, they still have Ui Ui and Mei Mei uh, as the communicators between barriers somehow. Uh, so they don't really need to worry about that. What they really want to prioritize now is the fourth rule, which is the uh, ability to allow players to leave the game. Uh, and basically, they want to test it out to see if Kogane will let them do that. And Kogane says, no, you can't just allow people to leave the game because it conflicts with rule number seven. The seventh rule, I don't really remember what it was, but mm. Kogane is like, no. <laughs> So they tried to negotiate a way around it. And the calling game, uh, you know, Kogani uh, has a suggestion. Uh, they basically say that you can expend, you can leave the game by expending 100 points to invite a player to substitute. Well, right. actually, Megami puts forward the idea first is like, okay, so how about letting people leave uh, if they, if they substitute with somebody? And he's like, well, you can uh, spend 100 points to substitute somebody. They'll allow that. And um, Itadori is immediately like, no problem. But Megami's like, no, shut up. Because it wouldn't change the amount of players and it'd still require about the, the deaths of at least 20 other people to get the 100 points to begin with. So, mm. you know. And Megumi notices that that's also contradictory to Rule 7 about long-lasting effects. Uh, but Kogane doesn't give a shit because... Kogane is not playing for them. Uh, it's it's within the interest of the calling game to build cursed energy. So I don't think it's going to do anything mm. that will 
derive it. Uh, so then that's when Megumi's like, fine, we'll, we'll do that rule where you make 100 points, you, you give 100 points to substitute somebody into the colony. Um, so I don't know if you want to take it from here, Josh, but or I can finish it. I don't mind it. <laughs> um, no, I was, I was actually just reading some of this shit too, just to kind of get refreshed. I mean, I get the point. I'm going to say this. Where I really got confused was where, okay, so this is what was denied, right? What about a rule allowing players to leave if they invite a new player into the colony as a substitute? No, they he denied that because I don't understand why it was denied other than like, oh, no, that's too easy. So no. we're going to make you have to charge points. Why? Yeah, because then you would still have because... to get points from other people. You would still have to fight and kill people to get points. And that's the, which is why they said that that's the mm-hmm. right about. Uh, so I don't remember what the level, what rule seven was, but it says the culling game's objective of killing works against its own continuance. Interesting. Whatever. Point remains, but I guess we can move forward. I'll finish up the little, the last little bit that's left. Um, right. So a player has added a rule. So now they mentioned rule 11, that a player can leave the game by expending 100 points to invite a new player into the colony as a substitute. And then now it's finally time to bring Sumiki over, which was essentially one of the main goals to rid, to rid uh, his sister from the colony, which is fucked up because it's like, all right, obviously they want to save everybody, right? But he's like, but for sure, for sure, my sister first. <laughs> and then that became a main objective of everybody. I don't know. Kind of shiest. I'm not saying I wouldn't do it, but they're definitely not acting in the interest of everybody else. Yeah. I mean, they never said they were heroes. You know what I mean? Fair enough. Well, fair enough in that context. They're not great people, though. Yeah. Itador is the only one, but even he didn't say anything. He's just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Save your sister first. It's less degrees of separation. Yeah. Well, right. I think Sumiki but, is an immediate danger because she could die. She she could die much sooner than people who are just in the culling game. Because of various things. Her not having the points and also her not entering the colony. Right. Like she has to come into a barrier. That's why they're bringing her there in the first place. Itadori brings that up. He's like, wait, why don't we just give her the points right, right. from afar? He's like, like no. Like, send it to her from... Yeah, the first rule states that, like, she has to come in and declare herself a player, or she'll die, basically. Right, so they, they could have did that and thought she was good, and then mm-hmm. 19 days later, mm-hmm. or however many days left. Right. Mm-hmm. So that was the point of that. Okay. Right. The longer we hold points, the more inviting we are as targets, so we need to make it... Right, so they're basically just trying to essentially say like this we have every intent to bring her in here and spend these points mm-hmm. that's the most logical solution makes a lot of sense um right and she said maki mentioned something about that she can't come with her because she doesn't have curse energy because the barrier doesn't recognize her and that they get separated upon entry that's really interesting i don't I'm not even going to act like I know exactly how that works, but maybe yeah. we could save that. Yeah, well, sorcerers that have entered were moved across the colony at random. But people like oh, her... Oh, that was the point. Yeah, but people right. like her who don't have cursed energy 
they just end up in the yeah. barrier where they entered. Right, and then her sister, the sister would just disappear from her grasp regardless. Exactly. Okay. <laughs> which is, yeah, which is why they say that, you know, that happened to us with Chris and Jane. He says, you need a parachute. She's like, what? <laughs> and it's true because he got launched out of the fucking sky. That's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so then we cut to the 16th at 3 p.m. So this is, th- uh, you know, a few hours later. Okay. Now the timing is helpful. So um, someone's talking about, can I strike a plea bargain? About time. What? Okay. Basically, but just Sumiki, they're, they're, they're planning on making that trade over with Sumiki. But uh, this other character, his name is Ijichi. Ijichi. I don't remember him. He's like you the guys? assistant car driver. I'm rereading Jujutsu Kaisen, so I remember some of these guys. Uh, oh, he's Gojo's driver. Yeah, he's like that assistant yeah. driver guy. Um, and I remember he asked him to leave, him out, leave out the car, and then he ran into the magma guy. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, he caught him randomly on the, on the fucking countryside. That was crazy. Mm-hmm. That was funny, but he, he gets this little story about how he was like, look, I was thinking about coming becoming a sorcerer. And Gojo straight up was like, don't, you're going to die. And <laughs> if you keep going, I'm going to just smack fire out your mouth. So he said, bet, I'm going to choose a different career. <laughs> and he says, how, oh, man, like that really saved his life. So, yeah, we're all pulling for him. And then uh, as they walk through the barrier, um, she actually, his sister actually appeared right in front of them. That was so random. Like, Wow, what are the chances? Yeah, right. He even says, you got good luck. And he's like, oh, pleased to meet you. Yeah, same here. I'm a Dory. Yeah, all right. It makes a lot more sense why he's why he's acting so reserved. Yeah. But I'll get to that. So, yeah, we, we noticed that Meg- Megumi's a little bit reserved. And, you know, he's kind of always like like that in general. Kind of edgelordy. Mm-hmm. Not edgelordy. Kind of, what's there a better word for it? Sulky. Yes, yeah, sulky, you know. Yeah. Uh, sulky. Yeah, sullen. Antisocial. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> Introverted. Right, right. And then they, and then like the greatest moment of this chapter, oh. Christian. By the way, not honestly, Josh, it was. Happened. I actually was kind of like when, taken by surprise. When Itadori and oh Angel no, not with Angel. Oh my god. Yes. <laughs> I thought you meant the when twist Itadori at the end. Angel off screen, like kind of like I guess got cool and, and got over the fact that they was mad at each other and shit. And now they're like cracking jokes and they're being super familiar about Megumi. Like Itadori's Megumi. Like Itadori knows Megumi like that, but Angel don't. But she acting like she do. And it's lovely. In the opposite way of that. It's the op it's the opposite way of lovely. Yes. So it's not lovely at all. I said it like that on purpose. Oh, cool. Anyway, right. So they make that little point transaction, and they transfer the points over to Megami's sister, right? And he's like, "Right now, you could make a substitute. So go ahead and tell her." And then uh, his sister's like, "Kogane, add a rule allowing entry and exit across holiday borders." And they're like, "Huh?" And he's like, "Yo, who are you?" So I. All right, that's the end of the chapter. Now we're finally finished. So before Christian gets his thoughts, man, I he definitely noticed something was off. 
but I think he just had no real like no. No. Yeah, he had no idea why he was feeling that way. So he probably thought it was just him being like paranoid or something. That was crazy. I mean, the fact that she ended up right in front of them too. It, who is she? Who is she? Yeah. Is she a clone too? Is she from a <laughs> magic experiment? Yeah, she's the clone of Luffy's mom, probably. Yeah. Mm, Brian. Brian. I think he's got his headphones off. Brian. You. Brian. You Hello. were right about your theory. You were so right about your theory. Of course I was. That it that it spilled over into Jujutsu Kaisen. <laughs> we're, uh, Sumiki is a clone. That's what we're saying right now. Yeah, Sumiki is a clone of Luffy's mother. And or um, probably also Big Mom. Because <laughs> Both why not? So is Julie Bonnie. And that doesn't make sense. So we'll say her too. Anyway. He doesn't give Big Mom at all. I'm sorry, like not even a little bit. Where'd you? Where'd you, you wish you guys see that shit on YouTube somewhere or something? No, because like, she. On, well, she's got like Reddit thread. She, she eats. You know, she's a big eater, so, just like Big Mom. Who's Luffy. Yeah. I don't know. There's a lot of characters. I see it. I I buy it. She has. Uh, nah, yeah, I was like. She has pink hair. Yeah, I didn't say. I didn't say all that. Huh? I didn't say that. Pink hair. I said I. That's. I could see that. She's got pink hair, just like Big Mom does. Oh, I didn't know that. Oh, excuse me, anime watchers. Mm. I guess you guys are that uh, much better than me. Mm. She has the maybe look up some uh, color same pages. Eye color as her as well. Maybe look up some color oh, pages, God. Josh. Not just anime. What colors? What colors her eyes? I have no clue. <laughs> anyway, this is Jujutsu Kaisen coverage. All right. Let's mm. let's not start getting salty and spicy over here for no reason. All Just because right. you're mad about the angel. <laughs> okay. You're letting your anger yeah, bleed I'm over each other. What things. else is new? <laughs> uh, all right. Well, I guess I'll get into my thoughts. Uh, this is my really good chapter of the week. I don't know about you guys, um, but it's pretty. Yeah, up I'll there. give this my RGC as well. Hey, Josh, where do you where do you stand? It's not it. It's okay if it's not. It's uh, all right. The honesty is that I have no idea what it is, mm. mostly because I read it all today. <laughs> how do they do it? How yeah. do they have? How do they have this time to synthesize their thoughts in such a short time? Who me? <laughs> no, everyone else that covers manga. Like, damn it, they do it so quickly. Well, they just do they smoke weed? Um, they probably do they have a nine to five. Well, they probably the, read the unofficials and then read the officials. Yeah, because theoretically, these chapters came out Wednesday. So they had time. Yikes. <laughs> well, like I said, I'm done being uh, a hater. Yeah, well, I, I really like this well, chapter. Kaiju number eight art is really good. Mm, yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. Anyway, this is our me and Brian's really good chapter. At least. Certified RGC. Certified RGC. It was really tough for me. Uh, I really like One Piece this week um, quite a bit, but this really took me for a loop. Um, I It was mostly for the, the twist at the end was pretty wild. I had to read this chapter a couple times, you know, as, uh, as you do in most Jujutsu Kaisen chapters with a lot of uh, explaining of the rules in the world. You have to like kind of do a deep dive and, and really understand what you're talking about here. But... Um, 
the thing about Sumiki is, and this just like comes from my rereading of Jujutsu Kaisen, is that like we have we don't see her a lot. She's actually comatose for ninety percent of this this series, and uh, that's probably even be generous. She shows up in one flashback, conscience, and uh, she's like very nice and she's a good person, and so much so that that's like kind of a friction that uh, her and her brother had is that you know. He he thought that Sumiki was just like acting super nice and being fake and whatnot. So we had no real reason to suspect her of any wrongdoing. And uh, kablam, there you go. She's a potentially a villain at this point. Um, the whole point of this was to get her over here so they can kick her out of the game, basically. But now she made it so you know she's added a rule that allows entry and exit across fucking colony borders, which means like she knows some shit she's in the know. She probably has curse technique of her own. She could probably fight. I'm not putting anything past her. She is, she is a puppet master extraordinaire at this point, I guess. So, huh? I'm saying that's a good thing. Uh-huh. I'm saying it's a good thing. I, I I thought this was a really effective twist, um. But I thought it was pretty rad. Uh, the explaining of the rules was cool, keeping the story nice and airtight as Akutami tries to do, uh, yeah. explaining every little bit of this. But I did en- enjoy it. You know, just them figuring out how to maneuver uh, against the Kogane itself. Um. Yeah, this was just like a joy to read, you know, a couple times, even though I didn't get it on the first run through. But uh, I, I really had a good time uh, reading Jujutsu Kaisen this week. And I am i can't wait for the fallout of this because uh, I, I don't know what this means for the series, really. Uh, the traveling between borders. I don't know who it would help, I guess, beside like how it would help her specifically. Uh, but I'm, ex- I'm excited to find out. Um, Brian, what are your thoughts? Um, I, I don't know. I'm a sucker for these kind of negotiation chapters for some reason. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think my favorite part of the chapter was Gojo showing up. <laughs> He's just like, yo, you fucking suck, bro. You should just quit. <laughs> go, go do some other shit or I'll fuck you up. <laughs> right. That was the nicest possible thing Impressive. he could have done. Yeah, like, I, I fucking miss this guy. I, I miss this character so much. I just want Gojo to come back already. Gojo, Toto, just bring these characters back. All of um, the O's. Bring all the O's back. And, um, I don't know, seeing Yuji and Megumi kind of interact with each other more frequently is pretty fucking awesome. I don't know, they just have a really good dynamic. Um, But... Those are my thoughts for now. Josh, what did you think? Bro, it's always weird. Given my thoughts after I covered the chapter, but um, I thought this chapter left a lot. Man, I, I'm really happy that we're getting one next week to kind of follow up. But man, this was such a fucking twist. Uh, is the sister herself evil? Is it somebody controlling her? Is it somebody that looks like her? Like, or, you know, using, like, a image thing. Who knows? I'm going to go with someone's possessing her. I'm going to go with maybe she was evil the whole time. That's what you were saying. They didn't know. Sorry, I kind of 
based off. No, I mean, I don't know. It could be any of those things. I I agree with you. It could be any of those things. That's where I guess that's where I land on. No, is that where you? That's where you was at, right? That oh, all along she's been. First of all, I thought she had this younger sister that had nothing to do with nothing. Like if she was like this little girl. So mm-hmm. she's a whole teenager. She's like right around. Yeah, the she's age. older. She's older than Megumi. Wow. <laughs> I'm remember. embarrassed. Oh yeah, she's uh she's older. Big sister. That is embarrassing. How? What well, year? Um, okay. She's not in the series a lot. <laughs> hey, take it easy on yourself. She's really not. <laughs> she really ain't, yo. Well, anyway, um. Yeah, I, I really wonder where they're gonna take it. And then the rules she added that sources could travel through entry and exit across colony borders. I don't. So they were trapped in there before. Um, I think so. There's just there's no technical rule as to like keeping people from traveling, but there is a barrier, I guess, that prevents them from moving from colony to colony. I guess where you right where you enter is where you stay, and I don't know if there's a precedence of people moving between barriers unless they don't have cursed energy like Maki. Right, then they would have really. That's why they would have moved around like nothing's going on. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay. Yeah. I'm trying to see. Yeah, though I guess it was nice getting a refresher on the rules. Uh, Cause you know Jujutsu Kaisen could be one of those series. It was also really nice to see uh, Maki again and how they noticed she just once again leveled up in the course of one little arc, one mini arc. Oh yeah. Could a mini arc be two chapters? Yeah. Yeah. All it took was her slaughtering her. It's like a mini maxi series. Yeah, you could say that. <laughs> it's like a mini maxi series. Yeah, mini max is what, like six usually? Five or six? Well, a maxi, that's just like maxi a mini series. Like 12, right? That's just a mini series. A maxi series is like 12. Mini series What's is a like mini six. Maxi? There's no, I don't think there's a mini maxi. I think you just. Oh, I could have swore someone coined that. Maybe. Phrase, but... I mean, maybe I'm bugging. I don't know. Well, I'm the one that smokes a lot of marijuana, Christian. <laughs> so, you know what? It could be me. It could be me that's bugging. Hmm. Wouldn't be surprised if that was the outcome. I'm sure if we had a poll, like we put a YouTube poll on this one, <laughs> I think that I think that people would feel like I was wrong on that. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Well, let us know what you guys anyway, think. Which one of us yeah. is bugging? I truly don't have any more thoughts for Jujutsu Kaisen. This, right. uh, you you guys said a few things that I vibes with. I we did don't say support Caruso in this bitch. Well, say, speak for yourself. I, I for we one, have to be a united. Front I for one honest. think she's the greatest character ever created. She's the greatest. She's the best. That's very character. unfortunate, Chris. That's she's really the best character. Honestly, and it's truly heartbreaking. You're incorrect. To hear something like that from you're you. Incorrect. I have the incorrect opinion. Mm-hmm. She's the greatest. I'm objectively wrong. You're objectively wrong. <laughs> okay. There's only fact here. I'm kidding, obviously. I don't think she's the greatest no. character. You you do think she's top five though. 
in Shonen. In Shonen? No, nah, okay, let's stop. Those are all my thoughts. I swear to God. Um, swear to God. Swear to God. I can't wait to hear what you guys got to say in the comments. Yeah, let us know. I'm going to fucking respond to everything. Yeah, respond to Josh. Hey, drop some knowledge. Be like, you know what, Josh? You you're you're bugging on Caruso. Maybe that's what you're bugging on is Caruso. No, I don't want to hear it about Caruso. I no, tell him all about Caruso. Tag you Josh. Talk about Caruso in the comment sections. I'm just going to say eat a dick, bro. All right? I'm letting you know right now. Don't be doing that. Don't be telling our people to eat a dick. I'm not going to say it. I'm going to write EAD. Don't even do that. No, you know. I'm going to write something, and it's not going to be that. But you guys know that whatever combination of words I put, it can be, I hope you enjoy your sandwich. Know what I'm talking about. (laughs) That it's a cockney sandwich that I hope you enjoy. Mm, A cockney sandwich? Yeah, that's from uh, White Castle, too. I'm... <laughs> Wait, it was Kevin Kamar, too. He's getting from Guantanamo Bay. Wow. That's a white guy. Wow. What a night. What a night. All right, can we move on? I need you to, to take the reins. Yeah, let's, let's go. Clearly, my brain's not functioning. Yeah. All right, let's move on. Black Clover. Uh, this is Black Clover chapter 349, Asta versus Sister Lily. Um, last we left off, Asta has conquered his inner demons and uh, is now facing off confident as ever uh, and has defeated the beast paladin, uh, the beast magic paladin, uh, and uh, cut out all the evil paladin juice out of his system, turning him kind of knocked out. Not mm. really, not dead, that's for sure. But she for sure isn't dead. I still don't do that. No, he's not that guy. He's he's not that. You know, he wouldn't. Yeah, he uh, but yeah, this uh, chapter starts out with uh, Asta setting his sights on Sister Lily. Meanwhile, uh, the strongest member of the Reusen Seven pulls up to uh, the other dude paladin, the remaining paladin. I forget his name. I know he's a character that was previously established, but I forget his name. <laughs> uh, but. Yeah, sister and uh, sister Lily is looking down on Asta, and is and uh, Asta's like, she's like, "Why are you alive?" Asta is like, "Well, the people here saved me, and didn't you send me here on purpose?" And she's like, "I definitely didn't." <laughs> uh, and he's like, "Well, even if you're being controlled, there's no way you would kill us." And man, sister Lily, Lily is pressed this entire chapter. She's like, "I am not being controlled. If you're alive." It call it's a problem for us, Asta, and she sends a giant water fist over to um to Asta. Asta actually remembers this water fist. Rock from the- punch. Yeah. Oh, I see. That's a moment. Oh yeah, damn. It's not a rocket punch. It's a water punch. Unfortunately, it's it's a it's a projectile punch. That's always. We're we gonna do that for all, every projectile punch. All right, I'll take it. Yes. Yeah. 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 I think that's I just Thanks, dropped Ryan. it. I don't know what you were looking at before, but I love where you're frozen at. Yeah. Are you frozen, you're right? Like, frozen right now? Oh, yeah. You're frozen. Oh, you're not like even that. facing. <laughs> uh, my dog's. Brian's dog. had to do a complete 180. You know what's funny is that my my camera has acted up last week and I froze a couple times uh, during the episode. Brian's, Brian's head was twisting around like a Looney Tune character. <laughs> Like that was abnormal. Yeah. Like like plastic man. 
Yeah. Or Mr. Reed Richards. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, I'm stalling until Brian gets back. Oh, I, Or we can just keep the bus rolling. He'll be back. Yeah, Brian, if you, you are you back? Yeah. He's back, baby. Uh, and uh, <laughs> the chat. <laughs> uh, she, 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 she launches a projectile fist over to Asta. Asta actually remembers this fist from way back in chapter one. This is like. The first chapter. Yep. The very first chapter. Um and uh, Asta cuts straight through it because she's like, oh, that's how I know she's playing around. This is her this is her gag. Asta, you 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 creepo fist. Mm-hmm. And uh, he cuts straight through it. <laughs> and, uh, uh, Lily is still pressed. She's like, until unless Asta is mobilized, four spatial powers won't work. And she just yells like, why didn't you die back then? And she combines her spatial magic with water magic. Um, oh boy. and shoots a special beam cannon right at him and uh Yo, she starts shooting ice beams at the niggas <laughs> yeah and uh she ba- she gets like little flashbacks to uh asta um as a little boy um and you know she's like this is for the world's sake please die asta he's like i'm not letting you kill me sister which is valid argument to be honest uh one of the, one of Asta's most sobering arguments against being killed. He's like, I'm just, I'm not gonna <laughs> let you murder me. Um, and we, Sister Lily starts crying, and she's just like, it's not as if I want to. And at that point, Asta realizes, like, ooh, now I know that this Lucius guy is a piece of shit. Um, they're conditioned to believe he's right, and that's it. Mm-hmm. Battle with their own opinion. They're sheep. Yeah, they're not different people. They're just like being controlled by Lucius at the end. Um and uh she she unleashes a bunch of ice beams, I guess. She at, is beaming, bro. She is beaming hard. Uh beaming and blasting. Yeah, beaming and blasting and crying. Pew pew. <laughs> she's missing all her shit. Oh this yeah. This is looking like Star Wars, my nigga. Yeah, and she's yeah, he's basically fighting the Death Star right now. He's like, please, Asta, just die. Um, and Asta's just thinking to himself, is like, there's no way this is right. I am never gonna forgive you. As he comes in and he slashes sister, uh, freeing her from the paladin magic as she falls, and you see one of her well, you see one of her eyes return kind of back to normal while the other is still paladinized. Um And uh, that's where the chapter ends as uh, Sister Lily starts falling to the ground and I guess transforming back into her regular form as all the paladin juice is getting uh, le- uh, like gutted from her system. Uh, yep. And that's where the chapter ends. Uh, Josh, what did you think about uh, Black Clover chapter 349? This was a brief chapter, but um, it got straight to the point. I guess it didn't need to be dragged this much. This was a chapter where the art was really good, in my opinion. It was very consistent. He had a lot of big panels, um, and he he made it work. So, good on you, Black Clover. You see, a series like My Hero Academia, the art is always so fucking good that it's just hard to even comment on it without just saying, like, it's amazing, you know? So, what other series that aren't, like, 
you know, like top tier art. And let's be clear, all these guys are amazing artists. They're great at what they're doing, you know, but we have our preferences and think that certain people are a little bit better than others. That said, Black Clover is not always that consistent, but this was page after page after page. Nothing looked wonky, you know, and sometimes Black Clover can be a little wonky. Regardless, uh, I think it was interesting that we learned that, all right, what's going on with these paladins is that it's not that they're completely being like, they're still them, they're still people. They're still the people and they still have the same personality. They just happen to believe that Lucius is right above all other things. Like Lucius is right more so than knowing that we need oxygen to breathe. Like if Lucius was like, you don't need to breathe anymore. They would stop breathing. Yeah. Even though they'd be like, hmm, Hmm. uh, this is bad. I feel like I'm dying. Mm-hmm. But, uh, Lucius I mean, is right. So yeah, I think that was made really clear for us. Boy, did I mention the art? Yes. <laughs> Look at that slash on a sister. I'd like to get the stats on how much older sister is than Asta at this moment. What's what's the Yeah because I don't know if it's gonna sure. cross over into I have admiration for you, little bro. Or is this gonna be like I don't think they're gonna be Real love interests, because I think that's for. I, uh, I think that's for Noel. Noel is Asta's love interest. I think. Is Noel and that other girl sisters? Which other girl? Mimosa. Noel and think Mimosa so. are sisters. No, no they're not no, part no, of the no. same family. Yeah, right? no, no, they're okay. not. Okay. You cannot rule out the possibility that they may become lesbians. And fall in love with each other. Well, it can't be ruled out in a series like Black Clover. I guess not. <laughs> I suppose. I suppose that you can't rule it out. Um, I think this series is ripe for some LGBTQ action. Sure, I'll take it. I doubt it'll happen, but. It would be wild. It would be pretty. Uh, it would be pretty good. Two good characters, yeah. to be honest. I like Mimosa and Noel. Yeah, I actually do think they're both pretty cool. Mm-hmm. All right, I don't want to drag this. That was that was my thoughts. I, I, I like the fucking chapter. Yeah. Um, I'm happy it's not on break. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah. On the on the note of the art, I think uh, Tabata is like most improved manga artist of everybody we cover because. Um, not that his art was ever bad, but it's there's a clear jump in the quality of his art from when he started to now, and he's such a good artist. Um, he's always and been... runner up would have to be undead because man, yeah. that shit got way better over time. Mm-hmm. But regardless, yeah, um, yeah, I I really like this chapter quite a bit. Uh, I agree, the art is pretty awesome all the way through. Um, I do love this little like reaching out to sister on the inside and, you know, like freeing her this way. Um, yeah, it was just a big, cool, like kind of battle chapter between these characters. And um, I'm glad that Asta was able to save her. I didn't think it would happen this soon, to be honest. Um, but I, I, it, it did happen and it was pretty cool. Um, but I don't have much to say about it. It was it was a lot of big panels and a lot of stuff going on, but 
I really enjoyed it. I wonder what this is going to mean later on for the series um, in terms of sister, you know, I and, you know, the other paladins, they're going to be good guys now or something. Do we have you rule be a good guy now? Probably. No. Why not? Who was the guy that in the beginning that 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 he remembered Asta? I guess obliterating him. Yeah. <laughs> with the with the Berserker sword. Who who was that? I forget his name. He was one like yeah. early on in the in the series. Damn. I wonder if that's who. Uh, I'm sure the, Southwind the, will remind us. If he hears yeah, it. that's what I was saying. I wonder if that's who Southwind was talking about. Yeah. He mentioned something about the beast magic. So, whatever. Yeah. Uh. Anyway. That's all I gotta say about Black Clover. Um, I I enjoyed this chapter a lot. I think uh, I'm excited to see what happens next for Black Clover. Um, Brian's not back yet, so I guess if anything, we'll get his thoughts when uh, he returns. Uh, but you ready to move on, Josh? Yes. All right, let's go. Undead on Lurk. This is Undead on Luck, Chapter 144, Next Ring. Um, last we left off, uh, uh, Fuko has decided to step in the ring and uh, and fight uh, Void Volks, who is the carrier of the uh, unavoidable negation. Um, and they were going ham, boxing. They were getting it yeah. in. They were they were throwing fists, uh, throwing hands, throwing fists, all of the things. Flex. Yeah, Lucas is there. Um, so. Yeah, the, the it's the continuation of the battle as uh Void has unlocked his uh his unavoidable ability and uh they are now doing some negation boxing. Now uh, Fuko feels like she can properly box him as a negator and um there they go. She explains that, you know, he is unavoidable and uh by assuming a fight stance you negate a person's ability to avoid. And she explains her power. She's unlucky, and anyone who makes direct contact with her body has their luck negated. So, so I'm like, what the fuck does that mean? Yeah, um, <laughs> Void has just got to take in a lot of information right now. Because <laughs> even if someone tells you that, like, I know what the concept of luck and unluck is, but I'm just like, what is? I don't know. Am I lucky? Am I unlucky? I, I don't know. I think so. If I look at my life. I guess I'm lucky. Yeah, if you look at it that some way. Some other people, but then again, I'm super unlucky compared to others. Mm. Like what? Very arbitrary. <laughs> I yeah, yeah. I would say arbitrary. Anyway, uh, so you know they're still boxing it out, and um, at that void just realizes that like. Oh wow, she really meant this is the last time I'm gonna I'm gonna have a real bu- uh, last match. She really meant that shit. Uh, right. He's like, oh my I god. I thought she was just talking that shit, but oh, oh, like, oh my god, she literally Damn. changed my life right now. Not unless I want to cheat for the rest of my life. Yeah. In boxing. Uh, but she said basically she she counters that with like basically you can rest easy though. You'll just be you'll still be fighting just in a different world, and uh, yo. Fuko pulls out the Dempsey roll? Son. <laughs> yeah, that she was... She pulls out the literal Dempsey roll. She's a Dempsey, Dempsey bad roll. Dempsey bad roll. Sheesh. I have to... I think... Uh, I think Tozuka, the author for the series, 
he put this one out for Hajime no Ippo. He did that. This is this is a this is an ode. This is a tribute. Um, yeah, no one else is talking about the Dempsey role. No, outside of Hajime no Ippo, no one, no one, no other series. Yeah, so that shit was forgotten. The guy that did it, uh, the the boxer himself wasn't even that popular. Jack Dempsey. Jack Dempsey. Like he was a, no. I mean, don't get me wrong. He was like a, a champion class boxer and all of that, but. Compared to a lot of other boxers, you know what I'm saying? People don't talk about that. Yeah, he's um, like a super old boxer. He is super old, but still. It's pretty old. Uh, yeah. So, you know, she Dempsey rolls him so hard that he gets sent to a flashback uh, to the first time. <laughs> yeah, he did get sent to a flashback. You're right. To the time. Yeah, that nigga reminisce. Yeah. To the, barrage. to the time where he remembers where he was a child and he was sitting in the alley, um, you know, homeless kid. And uh, I guess a cop went up to him and is like, it's called boxing. You want to give it a try? I've heard rumors about you. If you've got nowhere to go, then carve out a place for yourself. Is your pride just about not avoiding people? It's not right. It's not right. Mm. So don't avoid hardships. Grit your teeth and overcome them. And if you do it, well, if you do it, then it will come to you. Something that you won't be able to avoid even if you try it. A little something called luck. As Foucault Ironically, the unluck negator is boxing him to high hell. Uh, yeah. So, you know, they're just fighting it out. Uh, both competitors are in blank range. Um, so, they uh, Foucault gets punched in the face. She gets fallback, catches, catched by uh, Gina. Gina uh, and... This guy starts, uh, Void starts to call out to her. He's like, Foucault, your negation or whatever the hell it is doesn't mean a thing to me. It still exists, right? A world where I'm allowed to be. And uh, Foucault just gives him a smile. And um, she's like, yeah, there are str- people stronger than me and plenty of monsters. Your ne- next ring will be planet Earth. And um, I don't know. I-, I-, I guess like she says, uh, she calls out uh, Bad Bullet Tape three weeks and i'm i guess there's like tape that she stuck onto void's forehead yeah at some point she could load up bad luck in inanimate objects we know that yeah 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 but i was like wondering when he when she did that uh i guess at some point yeah maybe during the dem the bad dempsey role yeah uh and at that point that's when a a light falls from the ceiling landing directly onto the ring and uh causing a light that uh kind of blares directly into void's eye and void's immediately like it's a distraction i've got you now and it's a full page spread of both of them exchanging punches um void is uh okay with his he 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 manages to stand um but fuko gets knocked out standing up uh (laughs) she's still standing as somebody else lost like that who was that wipe died standing up That was so gangster. Yeah. He could die just standing tall with half his head. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, Fuko is uh, called knocked out and Void wins uh, the championship. Is still the reigning champion. And uh, the crowd goes wild, but he knows that this cheering is meant for her. And uh, at that point, that's when the other negators come onto the ring and is like, you're coming with us. And uh, they basically just teleport immediately to the union headquarters. Uh, at which point, Apocalypse is like, 
Mm, made it back, did you? Void sees the talking angry book and just punches it in the face immediately, which kind of made uh-huh. me laugh up top. <laughs> and uh, she's like, yeah, what are you doing, you fool? And Void looks over. And he's like, wait, this guy's not an enemy, right? And she's like, well, in, his, in a sense, he is. Kind of. <laughs> <laughs> so Apocalypse is tight. He's like, damn it all, quest results. Uh, the neutralization of Autumn uh is uh is given the reward of the third seat and uh void is basically told to sit in the seat uh by uh izuko and you know the other people talking about how like it you know explaining what it means for him is like you'll be able to join a quest in three months and we'll need your strength for the next quest so there you go void is now the third seat of the new union um and that's pretty cool. It's he's like a giant sitting in this tiny chair. Uh, I really like the panel where he's like, "This place is gonna be my next ring, right?" Um, pretty cool. And this means they actually get remembered because they also have Void now. So, uh, pretty big deal. And uh, that's where the chapter ends. Uh, Josh, what did you think about Undead Unluck chapter one hundred and forty-four? Um, I thought that there was a lot more unluck that was gonna happen during this boxing match, but. You know, it was it was a cool fight nonetheless. She um Fuko really proved her point. <laughs> you know, she made it work for him exactly the way she wanted it to, just like everything else has been working out. Kinda makes me wonder when shit's gonna start to hit the fan. But I guess we'll get there where we get there. I thought Fuko was gonna win the match. I thought she was gonna beat him. Nope. Because of the unlock, but it just wasn't enough. He's too strong. And, you know, every time I think that was really cool how, he, how she figured, like, look, I may not be able to avoid you, but I can still swing as long as I'm not. Like, I feel like if I'm just thinking about dodging, I'm going to stand still and get fucking rocked. So that makes sense. It actually really does make sense. And I wonder if I, sh- I should have went back to check, but I wonder if Andy came to the same conclusion. Because I know that even though his, his negator ability was unavoidable, it's not like he could have killed Andy anyway. But um, I still wonder if that's what he did. Mm. <laughs> anyway, I don't remember what the other reward was. Isn't this, aren't they going to get the reward uh, remember after this? Yeah, forgetting, um, forgetting Void, they get remember. Mm, yeah, wow. Just like that. So now everyone's going to be on the same page. Oh, yeah. Well, they had the location to remember. They still have to go get it. Oh, okay. Now they have the... Okay, okay, okay. So that'll be the next thing. I wonder who the next crew member they're going to get is. Yeah, I wonder too. Probably Shen. Just because he's already kind of... He kind of knows them already. In a sense. Because Fuko trained with them. So. Oh, true. Yeah. True, 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 true. That is a great point. Oh, hopefully she saves his sister. Oh yeah. I'm dying. Yeah. Um I I also really enjoyed this chapter. I, I really actually this was probably my runner up. Oh, this was my RGC actually. Oh shit. Certified RGC. Certified RGC. Certified RGC. And was this the audience voted? No, that was my bad. Black Clover is the audience voted. Certified RGC. Certified RGC. Certified RGC.
My bad, y'all. Black Clover won really good chapter of the week. Audience poll. No, you're all good. I'm glad I asked for. Yeah, it's a good move. Yeah, the podcast is over. <laughs> but yeah, no, I I really enjoyed this a lot. Um, Void's backstory made made me feels made me have the feels. Um, mm. I I enjoyed it quite a bit. The box you you get me in a boxing series like a boxing manga. I'm here for it. Just gave me fond memories of Hajime no Ippo. And you know what's funny is just like how fucking big Void is compared to Fuko. I'm like, this match should probably not have been sanctioned. They're clearly <laughs> very different weight classes. Uh, yeah, this... Whatever Nico did, he... He uh, he, he did it. He did it, man. He, he fucking... He figured out. He figured it out. Yeah. Um, But yeah, I'm excited to see what because there's the next quest, which is the quest to get remember. I, I'm wondering if they have to meet, a, like if they have to go up against one of their friends to get it, who just doesn't remember them yet. Uh, mm-hmm. I wonder if it's like Billy and his crew or somebody. I don't know, but I think it does because that's what they're saying is Billy's crew first, mm-hmm. and then uh, like there's another wave. Mm-hmm. So I think she has to follow that rule. Mm-hmm. Although they might have already broke it, so I don't know. I... I honestly forget. Well, I'll look into that myself personally. Yeah. Uh but Undead Unluck is is a really good series and uh I'm excited to for it uh to continue onward. This is uh I, I really just can't really tell where it's going because it's a it's kind of an unpredictable series in that sense. Such a new, yeah. fresh, you know, unique story that uh I'm really appreciating every week. Um yeah. but yeah, that's all I got to say. Any rebuttals before uh, we close it out? Nope. All right. Well, uh, that was Undead Unluck, and that has been our show. Thank you guys so much for listening. As per usual, you could find me at the Chris Espinol on Twitter and Instagram. Josh at JD Cole underscore 37 on Instagram at and uh new job city josh on twitter brian at b.esp on twitter and instagram uh he streams video games on twitch.tv slash it's punchline sometimes uh you could uh, follow the show itself at new job city uh, at new job city on twitter and instagram uh and if you have any questions suggestions anything you guys want us to talk about email us on, on, on at new jump city pod at gmail.com or comment comment on the videos whether it's the full version of the podcast or the little highlight breakouts we make for you guys every week uh subscribe to us please don't forget to do that that would be super cool and helpful if you could uh we do a really good chapter of the week poll uh that goes up uh pretty much uh, within a day or two of uh the chapters dropping on this official website uh so take part in the poll uh i won't forget to do it next time uh i I caught it in the last minute thanks to josh but i'll do it on the series that it actually won um so do that uh if you prefer audio podcasts we are pretty much everywhere you listen to podcasts and the audio version usually comes out first so uh more incentive to check it out uh that's it thank you guys so much for listening uh we will see you guys next week uh next week we should have world trigger we should have chainsaw man we should have uh, won't have one piece we won't have one piece unfortunately but you know them's the breaks good damn it good damn it they're taking my one piece away from me uh all right Uh, stay safe new jump citizens 
these guys. Come, Brian, taking no shippy shit off the 64. 